Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're here in beautiful San Diego, Chile. Uh, we got in last week and we're spending about a week here in San Diego exploring Chile and then heading over to Argentina and Uruguay. And we're in South America for about 10 months visiting every single country in South America. Uh, so far we've done 12 out of the 13 and the last country left to go is uh, beautiful Uruguay. So looking forward to visiting them all. If you want to follow along on our journey, make sure you check it out at uh, daddyblogger.com. We do ton, tons of pictures, videos, blog posts, and much more. And also in the midst of our travels, we love doing these podcasts where we get to uh, learn about digital nomads from around the world and how they're traveling and making a living while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a, a full-time uh, traveling mom who's been actually on the road for seven years, uh, all the way since 2010. Her name is Kimberly, and she's the founder of Full-Time families.com and she's also uh, uh, running a podcast a membership site tons of events a blog and her, her big passion is to inspire other families to live life intentionally by design and to get on the road and travel the world uh, through RV and uh, and John uh, so uh, Kimberly is actually in Waco Texas and if you're uh, listening to this, make sure you watch the video version because she has the beautiful backdrop below of Lake Waco uh, right behind her so uh, a really uh, beautiful backdrop for the interview today uh, so I'm going to be interviewing Kimberly all about her travels and uh, her, her her blog, the podcast, uh, the membership site, the events, and much more. So let's get to it. Uh, Kimberly, uh, how are you doing over there in beautiful Texas today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Ricky. Welcome. Thanks for being on. Uh, so Kimberly, uh, you know, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better? If you want to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourself and a little bit more of your background. Sure, I would love to. My name is Kimberly Travaglino. Uh, my husband and I, Chris, as you mentioned, are the co-founders of Full-Time Families, an organization that supports full-time RVing families uh, from nuts to bolts. We have a family of four. When we started on the road, I had a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, and a three-year-old. Currently, I have a 14-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a seven-year-old. So we had one baby on the road. Um, we travel with four kids and four dogs in 350 square feet, and I'm going to turn around. So here I am at Lake Waco, like you mentioned, and then I'm going to turn around, and you can see my house right there. Can you see it? Yes, yes, a beautiful RV there. Thank you for showing it to us. And so now we get a glimpse of your life in the RV. That's amazing. You're able to have uh, the uh, the family there, and not only the family, the wife, uh, the husband, and the kids, but also the four dogs. They're amazing how you squeeze it all into the RV there. Yeah, it's sometimes it's a tight fit, and especially traveling days like this. So uh, my tr truck is hooked up because we're actually traveling. We've um, we just hosted an event at the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta for 25 families, and now we're making our way across to um, Houston. And so we've been traveling hard for a couple of days, and we'll probably pull into Houston later today. Awesome. Uh, so thanks for taking time with your busy schedule to be on the interview with our guests today, with our uh, you know listeners and viewers today. Uh, so I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, the journey. Uh, you started in 2010, and here we are recording. Uh, at, at the time of this recording, it's actually November 1st, 2017. So seven years later, you're still on the road. So I'd love to hear about the journey. Where have you been in the last seven years? Oh, my goodness. We've been everywhere with the exception of six states. We've not done um, four flyover states in the contiguous U.S., and we've not RV'd in Hawaii or Alaska. Um, but 
more importantly, and, and when I first got on the road, that's what I focused on too, where we would go and what we would do when we got there. But it was only probably six months to 12 months on the road that we realized being on the road for our family uh, was more rewarding when we were doing things with other families. And it didn't really matter where we were, as long as we were with other families connecting and um, forming intentional neighborhoods. And so um, we actually started full-time families before we left. When I was still in a, uh, in a house, um, we started uh, Income Stream. It started as a small magazine, um, aggregating different columns of uh, timely information. We put it all together into an issue and sent it out. And we started with subscribers. And then we realized we had some buying power. Subscribers were buying pretty much all the same things that we were buying, and so we started a membership with discounts for uh, services and uh, products in the RV and homeschool curriculum world. Um, but as we mentioned, this all started from just learning how rewarding it is to spend time in a community. It is uh, definitely uh, rewarding to spend time in community, and uh, you know, uh, as uh, people travel, if you're not in an RV, it's a uh, Quite hard. Uh, we're not doing RV travel yet. I'm not sure if we will, but uh, we're doing more uh, long bus journeys across South America. And it's definitely a struggle to find a community in the midst of our travels. We do stand saying like family rooms and hostels. We volunteer a lot of different orphanages. So we find that community, but uh, it's definitely a struggle to find that long-term, sustainable, deep, uh, quality community that we all need as human beings. So tell us, uh, tell us about some of the struggles that you faced. Uh, uh, maybe you can share some of the highlights in your seven years of travel and also some of the challenges and difficulties of full-time traveling family. Oh, I would love to because um, some people think when they look at a full-time RVers, uh, full-time family RVers Facebook that they're like on vacation or it's really easy and you just, you know, put out your hammock and your lawn chair and you're done and that's all you do 365 days a year. And I can understand that because sometimes uh, the Instagram or the Facebook feeds, they look very biased. Everything looks, this looks very easy. <laughs> I'm sitting at this beautiful lake. It looks very easy. But um, it's actually freezing right now. I'm, well, it's 50 degrees, and I'm a little chilly. And my house is um, in a little bit of disarray from traveling, so I have no choice but to be sitting out here right now. And also there's uh, five other people and four dogs in there, so it wouldn't be good to do the interview in there. Um, so that just gives you an idea of the reality of travel life, which I'm sure, Ricky, you know, is arduous. It's hard. It's constantly finding um, where to go food shopping. It's constantly dealing with packages, mail, getting mail when you're a moving target. Um, you cannot replicate your traditional sticks and bricks life uh, on the road. It's very hard. I really can't send my children to um, gymnastics school because I'm not in a place long enough or my children can't be part of Little League because again, I'm not in a place long enough. So it's a totally alternate lifestyle but there are great rewards if you have a nomadic spirit. If you are not one who feels like you definitely need roots in an area and you're maybe you're not one that values extracurricular activities or you, you, know, you want more time with your family, then this is a great way to get it. And I like to say that I use my camper, which is my home, as a tool to kind of focus my efforts 
on what matters most to me. And what matters most to me is time with my family and time with my community. And because I can't be shopping all day long because I only have so much room to put stuff and because I can't be spending my weekends at Home Depot um, and I can't be really renovating all that much, I really um, have copious amounts of time to build relationships. And um, that's why we do what we do. And the relationships that we have built uh, with our family and with our community are just are what's missing are what's missing in the traditional American lifestyle and I didn't know it until we got out here I'm glad you discovered it some people never do and uh, you know uh, part of the reason people never do is because of these uh, two objectives or two struggles is like the education struggle and the financial struggle uh, so tell us about how you handle those uh, in your seven years I'm sure you've had uh, different uh, you know ups and downs in that uh, journey as well of uh, financing and educating your kids sure well I'll talk about um, uh, education first because it's a little bit more cut and dry um, the, uh, when I first started, I removed my children from school in June, and um, that week I started home homeschooling because I was so afraid of losing traction with my children's education. I had a first grader and a kindergartner and a preschooler, and I hit the gate running, you know, practically with a chalkboard. Hi, from, you know, nine to 12, I am teacher mom, Mrs. Mom to you. And then at 12.01 when we have lunch, I can go back to being mom. And that obviously was a disaster because um, you can't separate yourself into two people, nor should you. So, um, uh, so what I did finally to succeed at educating my children was I had to sit back and think what was my goal for their education and you and I talked about in the early in the broadcast about living an intentional life and this was one of my first steps into figuring out how to live an intentional life you know when you come from a school setting and you think you have to replicate school you're not making an intentional decision you're just it's quo once I realized that I had some intentional decisions to make about the education for my children, I was able to really, in my head, formulate a plan for how to educate them, how to meet their education, and how to also bring them alongside me so that our goals are aligned for their education. And um, then, then we started cooking with uh, oil, as I like to say, as soon as we made those decisions. And so that's when I started to learn about being intentional and designing your life. And you know, these are catchphrases and marketing speak, but um, I think they're discounted because I don't think people want you to learn how to do this. <laughs> I you know, I don't think the traditional life wants you to learn how to design your life because then you might do something crazy like live in 350 square feet for seven years. Um, as far as income is concerned, that was also a huge learning curve. We started with the magazine, but honestly that could not support a full-time lifestyle. Uh, people ask me, how much does it cost me to be on the road? Well, I own my truck and I own my RV, so I don't have payments there. Um, so it cost me between $2,000 and $4,000 a month to stay on the road. So I had come from a corporate uh, world where you make you know, a corporate salary and uh, then you kind of live to your means with the salary or most likely beyond it. And so I had to start thinking about money differently where I, I started thinking about money as a tool, how much tool did I need to live my life 
And then how can I break that up into increments of either weeks or months to fit those needs? So um, what was important? Important things were important. We're having a little bit of savings because the equipment breaks. Um, and obviously circumstances come up. So savings was important. Uh, being debt-free was very important because debt-free equals truly free. Um, and uh, making some wise decisions about investing maybe in a campground membership was also important to me because that allows me to stay for free um, in 81 parks across the country. So um, those were the three big things that I used to kind of solidify in my mind my idea for finance. And then ultimately, once we got that set, we were able to actually make full-time families our actual job. Before that, um, Chris had a job as a reseller that kind of um, helped. It was 50-50, the reseller and the full-time families. And then ultimately, the reselling went away, and we were able to live completely on full-time families. Awesome, and I'm sure there was a lot of uh, struggles in the midst of getting to that place. Uh, so congratulations for getting there with full-time families. Uh, tell us about full-time families. Uh, you, you mentioned a little bit about the origin story. Uh, what are the different uh, stuff you're writing about? And tell us more about the membership side, the events, et cetera. Sure. So um, like, like you and I just discussed, community on the road, sustained community on the road is A, very important and B, very hard to find. And so we set up about to make a community on the road. And, you know, I, I could see where a, an international community would obviously very, be very beneficial to a family like yours. Um, we started with obviously just pretty much America. We have um, a, actually a big amount of Canadian members as well. So North America um, is currently our focus. And what we do is just connect families to each other, to the resources that make it easier to live on the road, to the products and services that are worth spending money on, um, and help people just skip the learning curve. You talk about challenges. When Chris and I got on the road, we made every mistake you could possibly make. We were broken down more than we were actually moving. Um, and some of it was avoidable, and some of it was not our fault. But we just started writing everything that we learned onto full-time families so that people could skip making those mistakes. Like take, for instance, tires. Your trailer will come with um, what are referred to in the industry as China bombs. Definitely not tires that you should have under a, a piece of large equipment and definitely not tires that you should try to traverse the country with. But if you've come from the dealership, the dealer's not going to tell you that. They're going to say, yeah, just go, have fun. Um, and so when we started losing tires at a ridiculous rate and equipment started breaking as a result of it, uh, we looked into it and saw what was wrong. And so we've published, you know, a tire guide. <laughs> what tires you should buy if you're going to be traveling because obviously tires are the foundation of your life at this point if your life is on wheels. And so little things like that, what we learned, we shared in YouTubes, in blog posts, in articles, and we also share them at the events. So then concurrently to sharing all this information, we started actually physically connecting people by hosting events across the country. And at this point, um, we've got, uh, we're actually right now hosting our 20th event. There's an event going off in uh, Myrtle Beach for Halloween. So the Full-Time Families Halloween Hangout in Myrtle Beach is serving a bunch of families over there, and uh, they're enjoying their time together. So um, at this point, we have such an invested membership that 
we can count on other leaders to come and help build this community alongside of us. And that's been amazing as well. Very awesome, indeed. Uh, so tell us about if people wanted to be a member of uh, the full-time families, how do they do that? And what are the benefits and what are the features of it? Sure. Um, so if you go to fulltimefamilies.com and in the search box type benefits, there's a search box on the bottom, type benefits right there. We actually have a post of the top five benefits our members tell us they receive from the membership because I obviously have a biased view of the membership benefits. But the number one is finding your tribe. And uh, because we host these events, and these events are like speed dating for families, we see over and over again um, families connecting and then, like I said, building in intentional neighborhoods down the road, which is very, very rewarding. So there's the number one benefit. The number two is uh, saving money. Um, we have a huge list of discounts with partners. Um, anything you can think of in the RV or homeschool community, we have this huge list and you, you can um, go and save tons of money from buying your RV to stocking your RV to creating your homeschool curriculum and beyond. Um, we also, one of the other attributes of the community is that you have someone who has your back. So it's not uncommon for these things to break, but it's also not uncommon for a full-time families member to be within 100 to 200 mile radius and get in their truck and come help you and that is huge in our world because a lot of us have you know driven away from our neighborhoods and driven away from our families and to have an extended family on the road whether you know them or not a lot of these FTFs will drive that long for for strangers for stranger fellow FTFs and so that's a huge um, resource to have on the road um, we also have a special app that allows us to connect with one another and find where we are in the world with one another. So there's a lot of great ways to uh, connect families and kids. You know, my kids wouldn't really have long-term friends had we not had this community. They wouldn't have friends that they've, you know, hiked the Grand Canyon with or sledded down White Sands with or, uh, you know, rode horses on the beach in uh, Washington with if we did not have this community and so uh it's and and neither would chris and i so it's a uh, very amazing and you know uh, i i have to say i have to give props because there is a, a design to this community in 2007 when i got the idea to go full-time rving god said to me make a place for families who put their families first and so that's what we've been doing for 13 years Definitely very, very inspiring. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we definitely need to put our families first. I know as a dad, uh, sometimes I get so busy with my business. Uh, uh, you know, even there, like, we're in the Airbnb, and I was like, okay, guys, you know, hang out there. I got to do this podcast interview. And, uh, you know, the kids, they just want, they don't understand that. They don't really understand, that, okay, daddy needs to work and he needs to make money. They just think, time with daddy, time with daddy. So, definitely a, a, a struggle we face as parents. So, good on you, uh, you know, em emphasizing the whole family first, uh, business second. Uh, so Kimberly, uh, besides uh, your website, you also uh, co-host a podcast where you're inspiring um, families. So kind of a different medium besides a website, social media, blogging, uh, et cetera. So tell us more about the podcast. When did that start and what are the major themes and topics you guys are covering on there? Well, myself and a very good friend of mine, Mary Beth Goff, who I've met on the road, um, host a weekly live Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time podcast called Road School Moms. We use it as a ministry to support and connect 
um, the road school moms in our community specifically. As I mentioned early in the interview, when we I started road schooling, it was a disaster. And there were so few families doing it that I didn't have a lot of support to connect to. And I didn't have anyone. Like, I couldn't call my mom and say, I'm screwing this all up. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten a lot of support if I did that. <laughs> so, uh, and I couldn't call my friends because they would have said, we told you so. So who could I call to say, guys, I'm, I'm really screwing this up and I don't know what to do and I don't know where to start. And, you know, I'm not sure my kids are going to know their letters. Um, so uh, that's where Road School Moms grew out of. And it's just a very, again, rewarding opportunity for us to connect road school moms and say you don't have to have it all together it's going to be okay um, and so that's what we do every week we introduce road school moms to other curriculum choices um, to inspiring uh, speakers just anything in the community that seems like it could be enriching to a road school mom we talk about it on Sunday nights and so that's been fun we're in our sixth we're getting ready for our sixth season and it's hosted on something called the ultimate homeschool radio network which is a um, Christian radio network for podcasters so I hope you'll tune in it's a lot of fun yeah I definitely encourage people to tune into the podcast there so I'm curious how about your vision forward uh, you've traveled uh, for the last seven years uh, what is the plans uh, going forward uh, with in the crisp of 2018? So tell us about what are some of your travel plans, business plans, life plans, and more. Oh, I, I love that. Yes, that sounds very exciting. Well, you know, plans, you know, plan in my world is a four-letter word and <laughs> doesn't always work out. So, um, but if it does, my plan is, well, we'll be hosting a full-time families West Coast rally in California, um, January 11th to the 14th, I believe, but you can check the website, fulltimefamilies.com, upcoming events for the information on that, and that's going to be in uh, California area. We have a few spots left for that. Then in March, we host um, the full-time families, what we're calling Under the Sea Rally in Florida. And then we go to Branson and we explore life and show business um, at an event called the Showbiz Rally in May. And so uh, that brings us to May. In January, we help es Escapees, another large RVing organization, um, host their uh, children's uh, events at their event. We, um, we kick off Kids Capade for them. And so that brings us to June. And then, I don't know, that, that's six months out. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> You're definitely a lot better planned than us. Uh, you know, uh, with, with travelers, we tend to be a little bit more spontaneous and uh, go with the flow. So good on you for having at least a six-month plan. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Kimberly, you've been doing this for uh, you know seven years. Uh, uh, there's some people who might be watching this interview or listening to this interview who are still thinking of getting on the road, and they just feel overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. Uh, they feel overwhelmed by the, the financing, the education stuff we've covered already. But any uh, parting tips or advice for someone who wants to get on the road, but they just don't know where to start? Besides, besides, besides the Nike "Just Do It" slogan. Yeah, no, I'm not a just do it fan. I have to say, I'm not. I've seen thousands of families just do it and it doesn't always work out. So I'm not behind the just do it situation. Although I don't feel like you should sit in fear and never do it. What I think the very first step is, I think there's three first steps. Um, 
first of all, figure out your why. Because if you start with your why, you'll already start with your intentional life design right off the bat. While you're still in your house, start with your why. Write it out. Journal it. I actually have a book called The Journey Journal. I have two books, How to Hit the Road and The Journey Journal. And The Journey Journal is a workbook with prompts that helps you distill your why. And it's so important that you and your family are behind your why. Because when you get out here and it's hard, you're gonna need your why to remind you why you're here. <laughs> so start with your why, and then once you get your, get your why solidified and get your family's whys, and it doesn't all have to be the same reason, uh, but you're, there, you should see some alignment, like we love each other and wanna spend time together, that should be in there somewhere. Um, <clears throat> then set a date. I know that's super scary, especially if you don't know how to educate your children and you don't know how you're going to finance your stuff, but set a reasonable date and so you have something to work towards. You know, when you get engaged or married, there's a jet going by. Give me one second. Yeah, we actually call it the dream day uh, for us. Uh, we've only been on the road 10 months, only the 10 months, but it actually feels like a long, lot longer. But uh, for us, that dream day was uh, December 6th, uh, 2016, and uh, we're almost approaching our one-year travel anniversary, and it was such a such an incredible blessing uh, to be able to travel for the last 10, uh, almost 11 months now, and uh, we definitely want to keep going. So uh, tell us about, uh, you know, that date, uh, how, how to set the date and how to work practically towards it. Yeah, I think the date is so important. I say the date motivates. Uh, if, if you're going to do this dream sometime, then you're not going to be working towards it daily, weekly, monthly, like a real goal. If you're going to do this on June 1st, 2020, then you know you've got to get your act together and you've got to start culling your um, belongings in your house and you've got to start lining up an income and you've got to start thinking about how you're going to educate your children. And so really setting a date. And so like I was about to say, when you get married, when you get engaged, one of the first things you do is set a date. If you have a date and a ring, you're getting married. And so you start working towards that, finding the hall, doing the things. And the same thing in any goal in your life. If you set a date for yourself and it's got to be reasonable, you know, if you have no idea how you're going to make an income and you have no idea how you're going to educate the children, then give yourself more time. But if you have some, you know, quasi ideas on this, then give yourself less time. So I'm going to say I set a date and my date was actually three years from 2007, from the time that we planned it, uh, from the time that I had the idea to the time that we launched took me three years. But I want to tell you, I did work every day for those three years to make this a reality for my family. And because of that three-year foundation time, I've been out here seven years living life on my own terms with my family. I think that some people who, who just do it, they might get out here for a year and then they find themselves stuck. Awesome, awesome. Uh, great, great tips uh, there, Kimberly. Uh, so uh, uh, to end off here, I, I know you do a whole bunch of stuff uh, on the website, but also you do coaching, uh, private one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, that's sometimes a great way of getting yourself out there because you're, you're held accountable and uh, you have someone who believes in you, who's motivating you. Uh, so tell us about, uh, you know, your coaching and uh, the different ways that people can connect with you and all the different resources. I know you have a lot of different resources, so walk us through some of them. 
So I'll focus on the ones that are for the, the people who are exploring this lifestyle. And the first thing I would say is invest the $9.99 in how to hit the road because it'll only take you about two and a half, three hours to read it. You could read it in one night and you will have a real solid overview of what it will take for you to translate your life from a sticks and bricks traditional lifestyle to a fully mobile lifestyle. In there, I talk about actionable steps that you can take, the challenges that you're going to find, and we have real stories from real families who successfully launched themselves about how they overcame those challenges, including our family. So start there. Invest $10 in yourself and buy the book. And then if you really love the book, either get yourself a notebook or get the journey journal and uh, start writing out your why and um, your goals for your trip. Those are the two easiest places to start because you're going to read some book, so you might as well read a book that's going to get you where you want to go if you're contemplating this. And if you don't love it, if you don't love it, this is a, this is what I'm going to do for your uh, podcast listeners, Ricky. If you buy the $10 book and you don't love it or you don't think you're going to get on the road, you can write to me at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com and I will refund your money. So you're set. There's no risk at all because I want people to come out here informed. And when everyone's informed, we all have a much better time and uh, there's a lot less risk of injury or accidents. So um, <clears throat> that's step one. If you really think you're going to move on to the next step, then yes, definitely write to me and we can talk about the coaching. And what I love specifically about our brand of coaching is that it's completely holistic. Like we've mentioned everything in this podcast from every aspect of family life, I can speak to you about what it is about be a mobile um, family. And together we can unearth the obstacles that are in your way and we can help you skip that learning curve, save you tons of money and time so that you can get your family on the road faster if that's your choice, but definitely safer and more, more well-educated. So those are the big, big entry points for um, full-time families. And then if you'd like, definitely join us for an event. We, call, we make sure that our events are hosted at locations that have cabins and non-RV parking options. You can rent an RV if you want to experience it that way, but you can definitely come cabin or tent camp at any one of our events. And we will, and it's like, we call it on the job training with a side of s'mores. If you want to know anything about this lifestyle and you're committed to really moving forward, definitely come to an event. You'll meet the people. You'll see how people's houses are set up. We do a parade of homes. You can walk through different RVs and see all the different um, designs and attributes and modifications they make to make them livable. Uh, and you'll start making friends in the lifestyle immediately. So there's three entry points for you to start moving forward on this dream. Definitely some uh, great entry points. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, being informed and educated is one of the keys. And, uh, you know, listening to podcasts is great, videos, social media, grabbing a copy of the book, et cetera. Definitely important to have that education. And it gives you a lot more confidence when you finally decide to set out. So, Kimberly, uh, to end off here, if people want to connect with you, uh, you know, follow you along, subscribe to your email list, uh, you listen to podcasts, et cetera, how can they do that? You can find me at Road School Moms on iTunes. I'm on Instagram at at full-time underscore families. We have a giant Facebook group, uh, full full Facebook groups slash full-time families. Um, we have a separate members only full-time families group. Uh, we have a YouTube, YouTube slash full-time families. Uh, and me, if you want to talk to me, I'm always available, Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com.
Well, it's definitely great to chat with you. And, uh, you know, make sure you connect with uh, Kimberly at all those sites you mentioned. Uh, she's also going to be a speaker at an upcoming Digital Nomad Mastery Virtual Summit. It's going to be the biggest online conference for digital nomads around the world. Uh, so make sure you sign up for that one at digitalnomadmastery.com. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks again, Kimberly. Uh, we wish you the best, and we'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Ricky, and thanks so much for what you're doing for the community. Education is one of the very best keys that people can have. Doing my little art to help inspire families, so doing what I can. Uh, and definitely you've been inspiring uh, to so many people, and uh, we can inspire people as well. Uh, we're all working together to get more people on the road and living the life of design that we talked about at the beginning. So nice way to wrap up. Thanks again, Kimberly. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Uh, make sure you connect with Kimberly. Make sure you connect with us as well. We're daddyblogger.com as we travel around the world. And we're also Digital Nomad Mastery as we inspire others to travel as well. So thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.